Uh, <clears throat> well, welcome back to Coffee and Conversations. I've got to clear my throat because apparently I haven't talked for a month because <laughs> we're taking some time off. But uh, yeah, here we are, back at it again with my good friend here, Daniel Cagle. Hello, sir. Hello, me. And how are you doing this past month or so, or less, more or less? You know, it's had its ups and downs, but pretty good um, at the moment, at least. Uh, yeah, just a lot of working, a lot of um, figuring out what the school year is going to look like, nailing down living arrangements and such. But yeah, pretty good. How about yourself? How was traveling? The reason we were on a break, I should say, is um, Troy was traveling around pretty much all of Europe, it felt like, and we couldn't nail down a time to record. Uh, yes, this is quite true. And uh, it was it was fantastic, matey. I had a great time. Went around... I'll just do a little quick summary. It's going to sketch out around a little bit of my hat in Austria to Switzerland and then made a little circle back to Germany. And yeah, I went around to those countries. And yes, it was very hard to find time um, because I was only using Wi-Fi and I wasn't like on data. So it was like I was on the go a lot and then I'd have like a little... A little time at the end of the day, but then our time zones were different. So yes, it was just very incompatible for us to record this little little podcast we got. So this little pet project. Yeah. Yes, sir. So yes, that's why we've had a little hiatus. But yeah, backing at it. Um, some cool things I did, I guess. A couple of the cooler things I did was I went hitchhiking in Norway. That was cool. That sounds like a good story. It was a good story, and it's, it's, it's quite cool. I hitchhiked a few times, and yeah, nothing. I'm not going to go into it too deep, because I don't want to have the podcast be Wally Travels, but... <laughs> That's another show. <laughs> Indeed, right. And then in Austria, I skydived, which was quite you crazy. You what now? <laughs> <laughs> yes, mate. Very, very wild. That's crazy. Yeah, super cool. Those two would probably be the highlights of... The PG highlights of my trail. <laughs> yes, yeah. The, the, uh, standing for um, podcast good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is a quick summary of where we've been, where I've been, what has been up. And now I am back home in Ohio. In the States. The good old of, States. Yes, sir, with a cup of coffee in my hand. Yes. I have. Um, I decided to not go for the coffee this week, even we are at, uh, recording this rather late for the day. And I have work in the morning, but smart I went with, um, my brother had the duck rabbit amber ale around, so that is what I have. So you got some ale in your hands? Yes. Quite slow, quite slow. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, my parents have been on a kick of coffee beer. So coffee beer? So I grab that. A lot of, like, malt uh, coffee, like, type liquor. Not liquor, but it's, like, in a can, but it tastes... I don't think I've ever had a, a coffee beer. I to- yeah, did I tell you about the um, the best beer I've ever had? Let's hear it. Um, I believe... Okay, it's really confusing. I think the company is called Dragon's Milk Reserve. I think that's their, their name. And this specific beer... Because they just make different reserves like every seasonal. They have like seasonal beers or something. But this was their reserve to 2020. And I'm t- it, it was... Oh God! It was a, it was like a dark lager or something that was or or fuck, what was it called? It wasn't an amber ale. It was like, it was uh, okay. What I do remember is the details. Is that whatever this specific drink was, and I think it was a darker beer, or ale, it was bourbon barrel aged, first, which, yeah. do you know what this means? Yeah, yeah, I mean. I think so. I mean, you take a barrel, and then you put the bourbon in it, and then you wait a long time. Then you take the bourbon out, and you put the beer in, and leave the beer in there for a while. Ah, oh, okay. So you wow. get, like, that hint of bourbon. Science. Science, bitch. Um, <laughs> and somehow, they also have dark chocolate and marshmallow in there. And I'm telling you, like, the, the, the initial sip, it's just, like, the smoothest, tastiest beer you've had. And, and like like it it just go down goes down easy. It doesn't taste like stale bread like certain natty lights or whatever. Um, and it was, it was like, 
it's just so good on the initial intake. But the aftertaste, dude. The aftertaste is heaven and chocolate and everything you want in life, honestly. It's so good. I, 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 I know I'm overhyping this thing, but I'm also not. You just got to find it. Dragon's Milk Reserve, Reserve, 20, Reserve 2, 2020. It is the Cheers. bomb. It is, it is, it will change your life. Will it? I believe so. Pretty high, high stakes. It is high praise. High praise for a good beer. Well, cheers to that. On the flip side, cheers to that, I, had, I had what I think might be my life yesterday. Or two what days ago, what might be what? We lost you for a second there. I said, on the flip side, I think I had what might be the worst beer I've ever had in my life the other day. So you had a Natty Light? No, I would say <laughs> it worse than that. It was pretty bad. How, um, how? How was it worse than a Natty Light? So it was mango habanero flavored. <laughs> First of all, that sounds and, disgusting unless it's um on uh, wings. I agree. But I was, my dad brought it and I was like, all right, let's try this. And I was kind of, I was like, you know, I'm open to things. So I'm like, hell yeah, maybe this is dope. I tried it, and I can assure you that it, it was, was not dope. <laughs> it was not, not, not one bit. And I, I could only take two sips. And you know, when your parents give you alcohol, that you and you refuse to drink it, that it's bad. Yeah, yeah. When when you're actually being like okayed. When they're like, "Hey, try this beer," and then you decide not to finish it. Then that's that's bad alcohol you got on your hands right there. Because, like, it's not even like you can stomach it and just drink it. Exactly. It's just bad. Just bad beer. I hope we didn't offend your dad with that, should he listen to this. I hope so not either, but I don't think he liked it either. <laughs> okay, as long as he didn't like it either. Exactly. I mean, I suppose if he did like yeah. it, then it's just more for him. Yeah, this is true. It's Where did true. he find such a beer? I don't know. On the flip side, though, I will say, you know PBR? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I know I know of them. So they have a coffee beer that I tried about, oh, I don't know, say a couple moons ago. And it was quite, quite good. Ago. Like, if you ever find it, it's it's just like a coffee beer by PBR. And I don't know if they're in Ohio, because at one point they were only in select states in like Pennsylvania and stuff. But, yeah. PBR, coffee, beer, super good. I don't even know if it's called beer, but it's like coffee drink or something. Anyways, <laughs> this has been the part of the episode to show to your alcohol, half-alcoholic parents and not the deep conspiracy weird things that we usually talk about. I mean, we got to warm up into that. You can't open up with Obama's a lizard, you know? This is true. You got to build to it. I mean, you can. You can. you can, but you will immediately alienate half a lot of your audience. This is true. Daniel. Yes. Tell me something. Tell me something fun. Tell you something fun. Oh, um, we haven't mentioned that. Did we mention yet this week what we watched this week? I say what we decided to watch for this episode. No. Well, if we mentioned it last episode, I don't remember. But um, we picked the movie Uncut Gems, starring Adam Sandler. I think it's the Safadi Brothers movie. Um. Which I finished, and one Mr. Tori Walazewski couldn't find the time for. I did not. I do apologize. But I did watch half of it about, oh, I don't know, five months ago or so. I watched the first uh, half. Oh, yes. <laughs> a, little, a little past to where the weekend is, like, fucking around with his girl. Oh, yep. A little bit further okay. than that. I remember the, but that's, like, one of, like, the last things I remember. I yeah. Um, yeah. So, I do apologize, Daniel, but I just finished, um, yesterday, I finished the book, Clockwork Orange, and I, uh. was, I was so ecstatic to watch the movie that watching Uncut Gems just flew out of my little head. So, I understand. I apologize. It's like when I finished The Road, I had to immediately watch the movie The Road. Exactly. But, yes, so what I recall from Oh, Gems, I'm just going to probably say spoilers for Uncut Gems, because... Yes. I mean, but it's been out. What, yeah. what was the rule? What was the rule of thumb? It's the long. The longer it's been out, the more we spoil it. And this one only came out last last December, but like, but it's been on Netflix for two months now. And I feel like if you really wanted to see it, you would have yeah, by now. Yeah, yeah. This I don't is know. True. 
All right, we're going to spoil it a little bit. We're going to spoil it a little bit. We won't go into every detail, but, you know. I won't. I won't go into every detail. That's quite sure. Because you didn't Um, finish it. (laughs) But, yeah. So what I remember from the movie is that I didn't like it. (laughs) So so from what I remember, um, it was shit. Um, (laughs) It's just, yeah. I, I remember that I was watching it late at night in a hostel, I think, in Iceland or something like that, and it was not too late, but it was, like, late enough to where it wasn't worth staying up for the movie. Yeah. To where I, to where I was, like, halfway through the movie, and I was like, this is not not worth wasting half of another hour and a half. It's of my funny. Time. It's funny, because that point you hit, there, there were multiple points of this movie where I, I glanced at how much time was left, and I feel like that's not what you want your audience to be doing. Is, as a movie is like checking how much is left um cause like and I, st- I did push through because I was like tr- you know we said we were gonna do this and I felt obligated to were um, you about to stop it at the same point? around that was one of the spots yeah I, I have I to say I did further than I stopped it I just that's one of the spots I remember I do I did I just remember that point it's funny you bring up that scene with The weekend and, and his girl I think her name's Julia or something yeah um yeah I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I got farther than that though. Howard, like, Howard. Farther. Not much farther, maybe like 20 minutes farther. The amount of people saying Howard in this movie. <laughs> Take a shot every time someone says Howard and you will be dead 10 minutes in. Is that his name? Yeah. Howard? Yeah. No, it's fucking Travis, but I just picked Howard. <laughs> <laughs> um but it, yeah, it's like Okay, so basic premise is this dude is like a like a pawn shop dude? He sells jewelry, uh, and, and stones and precious gems. Precious gems, yeah. Precious uncut gems sometimes. Not all of them are uncut. Not all of them are uncut. Yes. But the um, one, the one in this movie that it's about, yeah. happens to be uncut. It does. I, you know, it's like my thing with this movie is it felt like there was from from after the opening weird montage of of like space shit until the end there was not a second to breathe and also the movie was like half an hour longer than i wanted it to be yeah i get okay i guess i will i will say i like i did enjoy it like it was probably a 7 6.5 to 7 out of 10 for me um but like I don't know. It was I. I what else? Okay, let's let's. I'll do my pros first. I guess, is I thought the movie was really like well acted, um, and well written. I thought the I the dialogue. Yeah. I don't know I if I loved the plot, but the dialogue and how the dialogue was performed was very well done. And Adam Sandler truly carries the movie very well. He 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 really nails it. That's what I was gonna say. I I will say a pro that I have from the movie is also that is. A really good performance by Adam Sandler, who, like, has fell off the face of the earth for, like, the past, I don't know, so long. Well, he, he's been in movies that they've just all been They've all been shit. Like, they've all been terrible. At, like, at least, like, ten years, it feels like. And this is a good return in a non-comedic realm, which he's usually not in. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was cool to see him in, in the new light. Um... Also, the actress who played Julia, which is his, um, so Howard has a wife and kids, but Julia is his mistress, uh, and, uh, Julia, Julia, the actress who played her had, like, been in almost nothing else. This was, like, her, like, fourth thing. I think she's, like, a model or something, something like that. Yeah. She was really good. She did do a really good job. This is true. Idina Menzel plays Howard's wife. She was good. Um... Kevin Gardner busting out the acting career. <laughs> yeah, they had an actual basketball player. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't bad either. He was he was he was he was doing pretty good. Um, I guess I don't know. Usually, <laughs> usually we're, we we like to tie this to ideals we can discuss. Um, but to get the the basic summary of the movie out of the way and and discussion of it, I I think if you have the time. I feel like it's worth checking out, but, like, you, you will hit points that it's like, okay, how much longer is this? I, I don't know. It, it Like, I told my mom don't watch it because I know she won't like it, but I feel like this is for some people. I agree, more or less, 
I agree. I'm, I'm sure the movie, there are some people who it's like definitely like this is your kind of movie. But in my opinion, like when I'm like re- recommending movies, if, if there are better movies that I can recommend someone, I will. So it's like this movie, it feels like would be a waste of time to watch, in my opinion. It's yeah. like when there's when there are so many movies out there, it's like you're not going to be able to watch all of them. Might as well try and pick the best ones to watch with your time. This is not one of those. The, the pacing of this movie feels like you're sitting at zero and then you slam on the gas and just keep slamming on it until you hit a brick wall. Yeah. I don't you, haven't, you haven't seen the ending, so you don't know exactly what I'm talking about, but that, that's, that's how it true. feels. That's true. Can you spoil it for me, please? Um, so, so I don't have to watch it? Okay. Basically... Um, big spoiler alert big, for This is the ending of Uncut Gems. You can skip ahead if... Um, if you wouldn't like to hear this, um, or come back, I don't, I don't know, man, but, like, basically, Howard ends up uh, bidding his own opal at the actual auction once he finally gets it in, because it's appraised for way lower than he thought it should be, uh, and then the guy doesn't actually buy it, and so he gets in trouble with his family, and then he gets beat up, and then he goes back to his office, and uh, Julia and him reconcile, and then, he gets a call from uh, KG's agent, and KG comes in and is going to offer to buy the thing for, like, 175 or something like that. Is that a good price? Um, it's not what he will... It's supposed to be worth a million or something or more, uh, according to Howard. But he takes it, and what he does is he talks up KG and says, no, 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 okay, we're going to bet this whole thing. And he does some complicated bet... And he puts it, he literally, like, because, like, um... What, bet all the money that he, he just spent? Yeah, he, all the money he makes from KG, uh, the, the like, the he, Arno or whatever, his family member who's been involved with those two guys who are dicks the entire movie, who, like, yeah, yeah, hurt yeah. him, show up, um, and in that dealings, he sneaks the bag out to Julia out the window, and Julia goes to, like, Vegas and bets, bets it all or something, um, somehow she gets to Vegas in two hours, so, or three, yeah. um, cause basically KG leaves with the Opal, he gets, he has the money there, and Julia leaves, and, and when he's in, he basically, he makes the bet, and they're telling him to call it off, and he says he'll call it off, and they go into that, cause those doors, you know, it's double locks, like, they go into that little airlock thing, and they're trying to leave the store to go stop her, and he just leaves them in there. Okay. He leaves them in the airlock, essentially, and puts on the TV and says, no, we're going to watch this game. And so they make the bet, and he actually, he does it. He wins. He wins. Okay. He, he like quadruples the money. He makes million or millions. Um, and essentially, he opened the door because he thinks he's all good because he's going to maybe give them some of the money or something, I guess. Uh, he's freaking who, out. Who talk- are these people, those, like, those like, goons? The goons, yeah. Um, and he's freaking, he's freaking out really excited. He was on the phone with Julia. He hangs up and he's turning around to talk to them and he turns around and the dude just shoots him. Howard just gets shot immediately. Um, he dies. Yeah. He, he gets shot in the face. He dies immediately. Um, I was gonna, when you were leading me to this, that was what, that was my guess. Yeah. And, um, then they just start to loot the place and Arno freaks out and he tries to leave and Arno gets shot too. And then they just loot the place and then it's over. As it, it just cuts to like it does another one of those zoom in things like it did with the opal at the beginning. Um, it, you see Howard dead above, and you zoom into him, and it goes into like this the pool of blood next to him, and it goes into the crazy universe stuff, and then it, the credits start rolling. So yeah, but Julia makes away with the money, so we don't okay. know what happens there. That's lucky her. Because she does some crafty she gets, stuff. She gets the weekend. She gets all the money. Well, she's going to be, she does, the, the weirdest thing to me is that she does actually love him for some reason. This is true. Uh, she actually does love Howard for some reason. Who, so this, this, this movie does still follow the Adam Sandler thing of like, way more attractive women than him fall in love with him. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. People who are, should be way out of his league. Um, but you know, whatever. Adam Sandler's it, got it's, game. It's, it's, it's a, it's a movie that. I feel like one day you're going to want to watch it just to say you've watched it. But at the same time, you I don't need to watch it again. And yeah. 
I do disagree with what Daniel has just, just said. Okay. I don't, I don't think no anyone needs to watch this movie, in my opinion. But, I mean, hey, if you've listened this whole time and didn't skip, now you know what happens the whole it's time. True. So, you know, just... interesting thing about that. I've heard that sometimes knowing spoilers can actually improve your enjoyment of a movie. Nice. I can't, I can't agree with study, that. Stu- I don't know. There was just some study I read, and, and it, I don't think it applies to every movie, but for some. That seems something I would not guess. I mean, who would guess that? Obviously, but um, I don't know. I don't if, know I I if I can find it, if I can find it, I will. I can test it out with a bad movie. Like Uncut <laughs> Gems. Maybe I'll watch it. Maybe now I'll be excited to see Adam Sandler get shot in the face. But sure, yeah. Other than that, I, I don't know. I do, I do, I do have to say, like, I don't want to underplay. He did an amazing performance. He was very, he very did good. A good performance. I will agree with you. From what I saw, that like it, that was really what kept me going in. It was like him and Julia were really good in this movie. And I liked watching them. Every scene they, like, they were in, I, I, I just thought was good. I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I, I think too often I see movies where it's like, yeah, if this person wasn't in it, the movie would have not been good. Yeah, sometimes then, people are hired for that reason almost. This is true, but then does it make it a good movie or does it make it a good performance? That's true. That's a oh, ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I think that's honestly subjective. I don't that's true. like. It can. I mean, a good performance definitely enhances the movie quite a bit. I think it's. I think it's like something as an actor I've talked about is like, um. Uh, a good actor can save a bad script, but a bad actor can't bring a good script down. Does that make sense? Can't bring a good script to life. Can't bring it down. Like if it's a good script, even a bad actor can do it well. A good yeah. actor will just make it amazing. Yeah. But a bad, but a bad script, can be made good by a good actor. Um, and I think for that one, it's like a good performance can make a, a bad movie good. But a bad, but then maybe even a bad performance. I think maybe then it for this one it's flipped. A bad performance can make a good movie bad. I don't know. I mean, a bad performance can definitely make a movie bad. Or at least the sections of it where the person's in the movie. This is true, but then it it just kind of... Just kind of what? Gives the movie like a bad feel, just like a stale taste. I suppose. I'm trying to think of an example. Ah, shit, man, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know either. It's hard to remember the movies you didn't super like. This is true. I can definitely think of some, like, good movies that are are bad. Maybe, yeah, I guess. I don't know. There, I feel like there's a lot more examples of bad movies with good performances that then in turn are better movies talking about. But, yeah, the other way around, I don't know. The, I don't know. The most recent movie I've seen... That I just really despised the acting, and it was Little Women. I don't know if you. No, that. come on, dude! I love yeah. that movie. Bad. Disagree. Hardcore disagree. Fair enough. I that was I loved that movie. I liked um, Saoirse Ronan. She was cool. Saoirse Ronan and Florence Pugh and Emma Watson, and I wish I knew the actress's name who played. Uh, the Beth, other sister. Beth. But they the all four were great. And Emma, Emma Watson and the other sister, in my opinion, sucked butt. I disagree. That's fair enough. Also, Timothy Chalamet was amazing. And I, I disagree. I disagree. How? He's we, so I good. I disagree. What about his performance did you not like? I don't know. You can't the nail it? If you can't name anything, then what didn't this, you like? This is, this is, that is inconclusive. I think the only I remember is Saoirse Ronan is the only person I liked in there and that's that that's about that anyways yeah I guess we have a little differ on that but well my opinion is everyone should see Little Women and Troy thinks it's stupid but my opinion is it's a waste of time well who are you gonna trust this is a this is a do what you wanna do but you should see the movie I can recommend you some movies you should see, though. 
Oh boy. Um, you should see Train Spotting because I just watched that. Amazing. I've wonderful. heard of it. Wonderful, wonderful movie. That's my suggestion. Um. That Clockwork Orange also super good. Yeah, that. you know, I a shortcoming of my of my film going days is I haven't seen a single Kubrick uh, um, Kubrick film. Oh wow. Yeah. You, have, you haven't seen a Clockwork Orange yet? I haven't seen Clockwork Orange. I haven't seen 2001 A Space Odyssey. I haven't seen uh, The Shining. I haven't seen any of it. Man, you, that's crazy. I know. It's like, it's just, and, I mean, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen a single uh, Francis Ford Coppola movie. Like, there's just certain directors I've just fallen short on. I, when we watched Taxi Driver for this, that was the first Scorsese movie I saw. Wow, bro. First Corsair? That's crazy. Yeah. Like, because well, I just never watched his more recent ones. Actually, no, 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 no. No, it was The Irishman. The Irishman was my first Scorsese. That's and, not a good start. Was... What? You didn't like The Irishman? I do, but you shouldn't start on his most recent work. I feel like it's more... It's cooler with, when you watch The Irishman knowing, like, what happened in Goodfellas and everything, and then you got to see Robert De Niro, also directed by Scorsese as a young mobster, and then you get to see, like, I don't know, 30, 40 years directed by the same person in my opinion I mean I don't think it made it any better or worse having not seen any other films I thought it was a very very good film that is very very long indeed three or so hours it's like three and a half hours yeah it's, a, it's an epic it's a film epic this is true it covers a lot of time and I think the most impressive thing is other than when he was actually a, like portrayed as a young man in the movie, I couldn't tell which De Niro was the De Niro without any facial stuff when he got into oh, like yeah, the yeah, multiple yeah. different older because there was like three or four older stages. The only time it was really obvious is when he was like a young man, and and when he was like, like stupid old. Yeah, those two. But in that middle range, like I had trouble telling. This is true. It's also just amazing to see, you know, Patino and De Niro and Pesci all together on screen. Like, come on. Man, that, that's what, like, all the old mob movies are like. You know? like I know, but... Like no, 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 no. I know this for a fact, that um, De Niro and uh, Pacino have been in four movies together. Yeah. It's only It was only Godfather Part Two where they didn't share the screen once. Um, and then it was, like, that cop movie where uh, Pacino was the cop and De Niro was the uh like I think he was a thief or something or con or, or something like that and they were ch and Pacino was chasing De Niro it was a cool cool looking movie uh and then there was some like buddy cop movie they were in together that I heard wasn't great uh there's actually a really good film essay um on YouTube somewhere I'm sure if you look it up I don't know the exact name but I'm sure if you look up on YouTube um like Scorsese and not Scorsese um, Pacino and De Niro film essay you'll find it where it talks about how The Irishman f was the first film like really uh, to, to get it right of putting them all like throughout the whole movie together uh, it's a really interesting uh, film, es uh, film essay But nevertheless, to move us away from movies, our lovely, always reliable talk topic of movies. Um, have you ever taken the Myers-Briggs test? I have no idea what the Myers-Briggs test is, so no, sir. Uh, the Myers-Briggs personality test, or whatever the official name is, it, it basically... Um, there, there's a good modern website called 16 Personalities, where it goes over, like... How long does the test take? Um, ten minutes. Okay. Excuse me. Um, but essentially, so there's... the it, You end up with a four-letter combination. And it's basically you sway one of two ways on this scale. So that you're either E or I, which stands for extroverted or introverted. You're either N or S, which stands for, I think, intuitive or sensing. Um, and then there's so E, N, F... I and T, uh, oh, it's F and T, so I think it's thinking and feeling is the third one, because it's T, yeah, T and F, thinking and feeling. And the last, it's just a little test that just tells you, basically... 
it, it's a it's a little it's like it's a I mean it's a 10 15 minute like quiz that like ask you the kind of questions and which way you sway and, and it gives you percentages of which way you fall on that place and that lands you in for each one because there's then 16 combinations of these four letters um of these eight letters that give you your personality type uh, and the last one was um it's p and j and i think it's perceiving and judging um there's more intricate definitions of what those mean on the website and stuff but so like i can tell you i'm enfp um and then there's like a name the name for that personality type is the campaigner and they have names for all these things and it basically is just like it's like <laughs> i i don't want to compare it to astrology because astrology is not often accurate whereas this is um but it does kind of feel like that it feels like a little more scientific version of astrology um, but it's I find it always interesting, um, and like, you know, these are like something to keep in mind because it's not always perfect. But like, it, it's like, it's very good at like giving you the 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 base of what this personality is, and then you have to understand that every person is unique. But you do fall into a category, and you know, spread throughout that in your own unique ways. Should if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, like it, it, it's very fun to take, and I think the, the biggest one that I've uh, that I think most people know of is the first one is whether you're an extrovert or an introvert, and what that means for you, and then how it, how your you know body slash brain reacts to that. Because like I'm very extroverted, I know this. I think according to the the website, I'm like eighty three percent extroverted or something like that, eighty six percent, something somewhere around there, um, which you know pretty extroverted. Um, and I, I, I hate the stereotype that is like extroverts are always, um, you know, party goers out there being loud and crazy and introverts want to be in alone inside reading a book. Like that's stupid. I, I, I've always thought of it more. It's, it's where do you get your energy? Um, do you gain energy from interaction with others? If you do, you're an extrovert talking with people, hanging out, doing things that makes you fill with social energy. Whereas an introvert can do all those things, but just get socially drained and being alone helps them recharge and feel more energized for the day and stuff. So that's the big difference to me. And there are, there are ambiverts who, who are both. Get energy from both. How about that? I, yeah, I don't know. I think as we were talking on this recently... Um, in our deep talks that do not get recorded for the world. Yeah, that you know, uh, they, side sidebar real quick. It is often difficult for me to remember what we've talked about on podcasts and what we haven't because they're so similar in terms of what we talk about that I get lost. Anyway. Anyways, yeah. I think you were telling me how it's most likely that I'm an ambivert because I, I think... Is I lost you for a second there. What are you saying? How you uh, told me that I'm most likely ambivert based on what I've told you about how I, I, I think I balance both pretty well. I, I, I definitely value my alone time, but I also enjoy people. Yeah, and I think that makes sense. I guess as a question for you is, is um, what we think is an ambivert. Um, do you get, like, can you have too much of one? Like, like... You, if you're staying alone for a while, do you then need to go out and see people? And if you're out for a while, do you then need to go home and, and unwind by yourself? Or do you just never get filled up of either one and you can just do whatever, whenever? It depends the time period. That's how drastic in terms of... I will, well, I guess, no. I will say the only one that I do get exhausted of I'm losing you a bit here. I think that the one I do tend to cut myself short on is um, extroverted activities, more so because they just like to get back to the working on things. So that that's more of like a time management, like a time, um, just like an importance of time or time prioritizing that like sometimes I prefer to be alone more so. So... I could spend endless time alone, but with like other people and hanging out with them, I, I could, I could definitely like 
kick it with them a lot, but then I, eventually I'm going to need some alone time. I think, honestly, you might be more introverted then. If you can spend forever on your own, because, like, there, there's definitely, like, very... At what what people tend to colloquially colloquial whatever the word is, you know, colloquially I don't know how to say it. Point is, you can be called an extroverted introvert, where like, you do really enjoy the going out and partying and doing things and being with people, um, but in the end, you do need your alone time, and to recharge. Yeah. So there, you, there's you a chance that, that. There's a chance that's the case, but I don't think it's more so. Like like I was just saying, I don't think my reason for to um like home or something is because i am needing the alone time it's more so i'm um feeling that i'm wasting my time and i'm needing to get back to working on things so it's like, more of a workaholic thing than a than a yeah, personality yeah. thing yeah definitely there's a fun topic uh we're, like the draw of 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 that I, I know that too of like that nagging like you should be doing something of like feeling like you're wasting time. Yeah, dog. No, this is this is huge in my life. Like immensely huge. I mean, I, I would agree because it's definitely it's definitely something as your as as your friend have noticed in you more so than in me. It, I do have it, but you have it I don't want to say worse, but more. Yeah. Yeah, it's just I don't know, man. It's just like I feel like whatever it may be, uh whether it's I don't know, reading or watching a movie and I, I like I, I feel like I like to read or watch movies and like get something from it not just like mindlessly watch fun fact oh, I can't remember the name of it but I just learned that apparently in India they, they have a word for movies and whatever it is it's the Indian word for spice but and it began with an M maybe like masala it might be masala anyways the it, in India they call movies masala movies if they lack like any like importance or philosophical implications or things of that manner really yes so that's interesting it's a little fun fact so a lot of the mainstream movies that are maybe like some masala movies next to me here anyways yeah, yeah something like that like, doesn't push the form like 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 all those like like rom-coms and and exactly just silly exactly. animated movies that and and that aren't like, there are good ones. I never want to, I never want there are always good ones of the things I say, but like, we just see a lot of shovelware. Like that's the, that's the more gaming term. Like, like for video games, these like games that are just dog shit and, and just get constant, but they need more games. So they just get a bunch of bad games essentially through like that just end up on, on game systems. And the Wii was a big thing for this. It's just a lot of what they called shovelware games where it's just trash, stupid, bad games that they just were blowing up the catalog of what was available. Uh, and I feel like that happens in movies to a lesser extent, but definitely does happen. Definitely does happen. Because there's, there's so much studio meddling at this point. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's so refreshing to see a movie and just feel as you're watching it like this was a passion project by someone who wanted to tell this story and cared about it 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah man. which is probably what made uncut gems worth finishing for me is because i did realize this was a passion project from someone who cared about this story that probably that's what kind of made me want to finish it i hear you yeah i can see that it uh, feels as such um, anyways, back to what we were talking about. Yeah, I definitely feel like yeah, more, more or less anything I do, trying to at least utilize my time in the best possible manner, in my opinion, or at least trying my best to do so. You know, no one's perfect. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, just like working on things, work, work, work. That's and I'm fine with that. Like, I am most happiest when I'm getting things done. I more so become self-critical if I am being lazy and not doing things that I deem productive. Yeah, it... The days... There, Yeah, there, the day... There, sometime, if I'm not, like, specifically setting a day aside in my brain as, like, a rest day and I do nothing, I typically feel shit about it. Yeah. I feel like I yeah. need to do that productive thing uh for me to like accept that i've 
lived a day? Does that even make sense? Like that, I I, that, that I've beaten the day, that I've accomplished something. Um, it's just. Uh, I think we've talked about this before. On on, on, ca- on camera or off? On camera, I wouldn't say. Did we? We've definitely talked about it off camera, but I think earlier. <laughs> like, we d- we do love to rehash topics both on and off camera. I feel like we always come back to a few core ones that we really like. This is true. Hey, it's always interesting, man. I, I always agree. Lo- I always I love talking to you. I do agree, matey. Like some good, some wholesome content. Some good, wholesome conversations. Some good, wholesome conversations. Ah, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, someday, someday here in the near future... Um, it's going to be quite nice to have the in-person coffee and conversation. Yeah. Do, do, are you cool with us sharing that? Like, you know, we're living together? Yeah. 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 Yes. Ish. <laughs> I'm not saying where, man. I'm just saying we're going to be in no, person together. You, but I, I, yeah, sure. I okay. Guess. Well, it's going to be nice because we will simply have to knock on each other's door to be like, yo, ready to record? And then we're in person. And in person is... So much better for these things. Um, and if, once we're in person, we can kind of start bringing in guests and things. And I'm excited for that idea. Yeah, we want to bring in guests. That's a thing I don't think we actually mentioned on camera. But we're, we've been in discussions about that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Some guests or riskies. Um, Could be fun. So it's yeah. always fun to bring in a third brain to the conversation. This is true. Um, but yeah, um, a little bit of off... Um, spinning off of just self-reflecting upon the podcast um yeah daniel tell me tell me something else man can you blow my mind can you blow my mind can i blow your mind i'd like to hear a mind-blowing thing i'm in the mood to be mind-blowing oh god now i'm on the spot i i came so unprepared for this um i don't know man it's so i i haven't i i am not as uh connected to the mind-blowing fact news as you you tend to be i often have been surprised by the facts you pull out of seemingly nowhere that are just quite crazy and i feel a little little um ashamed of not keeping up with that that's quite okay mate i won't hold you to it i'm really really in the mood to be i can tell you something unique about just stupid thing that happened back in high school of like a kid would always there was this one kid who always brought in a toucan fact for english and it got to the point that our that our english teacher would stop and make sure to ask him what the fact was before we got into the lesson Mm. if that's unique and interesting for you you know i i will say that specifically was not that unique and interesting. Thanks, but man. <laughs> it made me think about something unique and interesting. You want to know what made me think about that? What? Bestiality. <laughs> and what had, why did your mind take toucan to bestiality? So, well, it didn't necessarily take toucan. How did you start? You said back in high school you had this one. How did you start your um, story? Uh, it, I mean, just that there was this one kid back in high school who always had a toucan okay. fact. <laughs> right when you said that, my mind went to like that like one or two kids that you used to hear about way, way back in like, I don't know, four, fifth or sixth grade. Dogs look like peanut butter off their dick or something. Like, whoa, whoa, we missed. Okay, you cut out and we perfectly heard peanut butter dick. <laughs> Uh, no, but I'm, um, those kids who, like, had dogs lick peanut butter off their dicks. And, do you, I'm sorry to call you out. Wait, what? You calling me out? Do you ever have, like, a, like, a rumor of some kid who, like, No. Are you serious? I feel like No, we, okay, we did, what I do know, what I can tell you, this wasn't at my school, but, so a lot of my friends, uh, went to a, a public high school, um, and I just knew them from growing up, and they would tell me stories about shit that went down there. Um, and there was one kid. I have two stories, actually, this reminded me of. So, yes. Um, one kid, not at my high school, took a banana, took the banana out of the peel, did some duct tape around the outside, microwaved it, and fucked it. Sorry, parents. 
I'm confused. Wait, wait, what was the last part you said? <laughs> Microwaved it. I said sorry, parents, because oh, this sorry, is gross. Yes. <laughs> parental advisory content, we have went from PG to PG-13. <laughs> and, well, and depending where it goes, we might reach the further up category. Yeah. Right? Um, but, but that is a fact. I know that happened for certain. Hold on, man. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine this. So, he got a banana... And he took the banana out. He took the banana oh, out. He took the peel. And he duct taped. Wait, he took the peel. He so took he the, had peel. the peel. He had the peel, and he like duct taped okay, so it the... into like, you know, a oh, hole, okay. and microwaved it, and I you know, think. yeah. So okay, at least what I'm imagining is much more pleasurable than what I was at first imagining. <laughs> well, so what I, first I don't want to know what you're what referring. What I first imagined was that he took the banana, not the peel. And just wrapped a lot of duct tape around it, and then just put it up his butt. Ah, oh, what the hell, dude? <laughs> I'm very confused why anyone would do that. But that's still quite inventive, I guess. The first way he did inventive it. is one of the nicer words I've yeah. heard about that story. Um, that's crazy. That's kind of wild. That's not bad, though. Like, that's bad, but it's not, like, there was, bad. There was also the, the second story was the, the kid who got the nickname um, Saran Wrap Condom. Okay. Because this doesn't sound bad. I mean, it sounds painful because basically this kid, I don't know why people found out about this, but you know, the whole school knew like two weeks later, this kid, I think he was a freshman or something that like, you know, his girlfriend and him didn't have a proper uh, contraceptive and thought saran wrap would work. So he wrapped his dick in saran wrap. Did it work? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she wasn't. The, his, we knew who his girlfriend was, and she never got pregnant, so maybe it did. Well, I mean, hey, you never know, man. I, but doesn't that just sound painful? Like, you know the, like, squeaking sound of, like, putting, rubbing your hand over saran wrap, like, you're trying to pull it out of the thing, and it, like, squeaks, and it's, uh, like, putting that on yourself Sorry. feels weird. And then, like, you know, sleeping with someone with that is just, uh, yeah, it doesn't necessarily sound good. I guess the only time I, I don't think it sounds it. pleasurable at all. It sounds awful. No, I, I agree with you, but here's what. I'm, let me get, let me let me justify it just a teeny bit. I've never done this, so don't don't bank on me that I'm defending it. I'm just justifying it. Playing devil's um, advocate. Yes. You said this was his girlfriend at the time. Okay, so this is not okay. That's not okay. If it so, if you have a girlfriend, you can you can wait because you know the opportunity is going to be there again. But the only time this would be acceptable if, like, you are just some measly old fellow and then this, like, incredible 10 out of 10. But I don't like where this is going because the no one would ever consent to that. Like, I don't know why they did this. It just well, blows no, my I'm, mind. What I'm, saying is, what I'm saying is if you were just a, a fellow and then this beautiful, like, a girl of your dreams comes along and she's like, hey, I would like to engage in... Um, intercourse you. yeah coitus intercourse whatever Jesus Christ the carnal pleasures anyways <laughs> the um, carnal pleasures we have to use carnal pleasures in the title <laughs> we have to put carnal pleasures sure, in the title sure, sure. then then at that point in time I would I would say you got a saran wrap and you really don't want and you really don't trust the pullout game then then maybe then and only like, then is it a okay brought into that idea there is a huge moth bee looking thing trying to get in my window right now and it's weird and me out it is literally just like going back and forth it's like strafing on my window so this moth man i don't know it's just big dude it's fucking weird anyways Sorry, yeah. I just so got distracted. Never, so have you never heard of, like, the peanut butter dick lickers? No, I've heard of it. Also, that's <laughs> the worst rap <laughs> rap group ever. The peanut butter dick lickers. <laughs> my dogs. Oh, my God. I have to put that on my list now. You know my list. Yeah. The peanut yeah. butter dick lickers. No, but it would be the PBDL. That's what they would be that's known as colloquially. Hey, man, you don't fuck with the PBDL. Yeah, you don't fuck with us. We're the PBDL. What's it stand for? Peanut butter dick lickers. Yeah, man. You got a dog around you? Yeah. <laughs> man, not for real. Oh, I hate that. It's kind of wild. And, like, I I hate to, I hate to, I hate to turn this, um, I hate to make a, no, it's not, it's, 
a sharp yes, 90 degree turn? No, no, no. I guess we're not making any 90 degree turns because this is where we're headed. So I. Lot, hold on. It's very hard. <laughs> so I lost a bit of that. What, what were you saying? I, I said, no, it's not a right turn because it's, the, it's basically the direction. I hate to slam on the gas really hard. Okay, so we're just taking this even farther. Let's go. Someone once told me of this story, and it was about this this person who it was it, it was um, it was secondhand story, and it was from the had a brother, and I think it, it was from the perspective of what the girl. Like it, it, so I think it's, it's, it's this is a friend. So there might be a little bit of telephone going on here. I don't know, but. It's still a fun story, nonetheless. Um, but it's from the pers- There's a girl and a brother. A sister and a brother tells a friend who then tells me. Wait. Well, I'm sorry. We keep losing... So it's a sister and a brother? Yeah, I don't like so where this is anyways, going. Any- oh, no. There is no... Um, incestuous activities? Incestuous activities. Okay. Justify at the end. Anyways, so... There's the sister is out, and uh, then they're coming home, and then they this this is gonna go from zero to one hundred. Hit me with but this. Then they walk in the house and deep in their small dog. Whoa, 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 whoa! Okay, okay. The the <laughs> the comedic timing of my Wi-Fi cutting in and out and in losing parts of your story <laughs> has been on point tonight because we just hear. The worst and best parts of this story. So I, I have to ask you to try again. God bless technology and also fuck technology. Uh, yeah, sister and mom are left to go run errands or something. Come back maybe a little too early and just walk in on their brother balls deep in a small dog. What the fuck? What yeah. the fuck? This is crazy. And I will say that someone told me that go was it exaggerated was it true i don't know i'm not, I'm not i don't know man but I'm this, man. Is a story, this is a story that reached my ears at one point or another in my lifetime and bestiality seems like the right topic to bring it up <laughs> and i don't know man just seemed like the right time to bring it up okay <laughs> like how do you bring it up in normal conversation this just seemed like the right part this is the right, right right opportunity I say that like it's been floating on my mind itching to get out for like 12 years. I, I just imagine like you sitting in every single episode of this and every other conversation just waiting right. for the chance. When's he going to talk about dogs? When, 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 about when dogs? can I bring this up? <laughs> no, actually, I just came into my mind right now and I think it was spiked by the peanut butter dog liquors. Uh, <laughs> the peanut butter dog liquors? I, oh, <laughs> that's so bad. God I love damn. it. But yeah, that's fucked, man. That's fucked. That, just, that, well, that, that dog was most definitely fucked. Like, I mean, on the topic of bestiality, like, yeah, it's kind My of... least favorite string of words. On the topic <laughs> of bestiality. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen... Oh, it's so funny. Have you seen the movie? Um, if the you death? say Air Bud, I'm jumping out my window. <laughs> Airbud and Airbud and his day the owners found the peanut butter. <laughs> no. <That's... laughs> My childhood is ruined now, bro. Movie as a kid. No, but have you seen that? Here's a movie recommendation if you love bestiality or at least talk of it. Even more strings of words. <laughs> the death of Dick Long. Isn't that a what? I, I think I recommended this before, and it's an A24 movie, and I think I recommended this earlier in the season, and I think I, I talked about this and another movie being similar, in some ways this and Sorry to Bother You. I don't think Sorry to Bother You has bestiality in from what I can remember, but they both involve a certain breed of animal, and I don't want to spoil Yeah, I want to see Sorry to Bother You, so don't, don't have relations. But, no, I... It does, um, obtain some relations from humans, but... It is fucking funny. It is a hilarious movie, and it's very absurd. And you don't see actually. Isn't there a movie called like Boogie Nights, which is about a porn star? But I haven't seen it, so I can't tell you. I think there is. I think it starred actually uh, Mark Wahlberg when he was young. Okay. 
one of his early roles. Go ahead and look it up. I, I'm actually fairly certain it's called Boogie Nights. Anyways. Yeah, anyways, it's kind of absurd to think about how many people today, but maybe the same kind of people who were discussed in that previous book. Ow, sorry, I dropped something. It's okay, Daniel. Sometimes you gotta let it out. Um, yeah, but it's sometimes quite bizarre to think about how many people, and not just the ones that, that old book that I was talking about, Sex and Superstition, not just... Oh, did you finish that book, by the way? I did, a while ago. It's quite interesting. Um... Yeah, man. Finished a lot of books recently, actually. I've been on a string of, like, reading book and then watching the movie. So, um, One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest, Train Spotting, Clockwork Orange. All good books, all good movies. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, if you just think about maybe, like, a hundred years. I mean, today, I'm sure it goes on a lot in, like, many areas. But, like, if you, if you just, mostly like, Mostly Florida. Most, probably mostly Florida. But I don't know how much alligators are good in the sack. Um... <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Um, um, yeah, man, you go back like a hundred years. No, 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 I'm sorry. Years. The title, Are Alligators Good in the Sack, is a <laughs> as a song by PBDR, B- PBDL. Uh, that's, 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 that's their leading charter. single. That is a top charter. P- Peanut butter. <laughs> alligators <laughs> in the Sack by PBDR. No, no, peanut butter dick liquor's uh, new hit single are alligators good in the sack <laughs> hello surfers welcome back to 95.9 hot fm and if you are happy done yet this is this is the cursed episode i i can't i am i have to tell my parents to not listen to this get ready for alligators in the sack no 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 you're missing it has to be it has to be our alligator they have to be asking the question I see. I our see. alligators good in the sack. Get ready for our alligators good in the sack by PBDR. <laughs> the peanut butter dick lickers. <laughs> peanut butter dick lickers. And there's got that like, and it goes into the song. Hey, alligator. Oh, no, God. Look at me. No. I'm losing my mind. I am losing my mind. Yeah, bro. There's no way that this coffee is not the beer coffee I was talking about. <laughs> Dude, we... <laughs> How did we go... <laughs> How did we go from an Adam Sandler movie to the peanut butter dick lickers... I don't know, man. There, this has been... This <laughs> Maybe has been that's his new big hit, you know? Maybe that's his next movie. You never know, man. Adam Sandler, he's, he's played... He's a crafty little... He's a crafty little bitch. He's played some characters. If you... You told me... This is a point I would like to bring up, because I do recall you told me that you've not seen any of Adam Sandler's younger movies. I saw Fifty First Dates. That's no... What? That's crazy. That's so funny that you just said that. Like, that, that's... I... I it's a good you movie. Any Adam, young Adam Sandler movies. Yeah, I've seen Fifty First Dates. That's funny. No, bro, you gotta see like the, the like prime Adam Sandler. Like, listen, bro, just watch Happy Gilmore. I know, like Happy Gilmore and Wedding Singer. There's like very famous movies. I just not even Wedding Singer, bro. Like, Happy I've Gilmore, heard Wedding Singer very good. Big Daddy. Those are those are all classics, like little childhood classics. Anyways, uh, Happy Gilmore has stuff to do with an alligator in it so you should definitely check it out oh and you know i remember we were talking about like shovelware games and and movies and stuff definitely one of those things is crappy comedies i hate hate bad comedies they're my least favorite movie and also controversial opinion that i may have said before will ferrell is not funny at all yeah i agree with you i the only thing like i haven't yet i I haven't yet seen him in anchorman but every other movie I've seen him in, I didn't like. Yeah, I, I like Will Ferrell. I like him as a guy. I'm sure he's a wonderful human being. But, yeah, his movies aren't super funny. I will say that they're cool-ish a bit. Not, definitely, they're all the same. They're just I, d- I didn't like Elf at all. Yeah, I'm not going to say I don't like them. But I will say that they are not, none of his movies that will ever and have ever stuck out to me. Yeah. And I, I haven't been able to join the bandwagon of all those people who like like and know um, quotes from his movies. Like, I guess I will be a hypocrite, but like just like some like 
if you don't shoot Big Red, then fuck you. Of like some Talladega Nights or like some elf quotes. Like I, I, some people I don't, just I don't know, know any of them. Yeah, some people just know those religiously, and I just just kind of weird. It never was those people. <laughs> I suppose I do that with comedians I actually like or shows and stuff I actually like. I always remember quotes. This is. Um. This was, you know, this this episode was. <laughs> we went we went some places here. I might have to yeah, tell my parents if, I, if, to skip this one. <laughs> yeah, if there's any, um, if there's any one episode that you should not show your parents, it's probably this one. This one. And not definitely don't. Were, I hope nobody started with us on this episode. Yeah, not that <laughs> not that anyone else's parents are probably listening to this besides our own. Yeah, but. <laughs> On the flip side, though, if this is your first episode, welcome aboard. Yeah. <laughs> we're in for some fun times. Some I assure you, times. usually we're a little more deep in our conversations than... Than PB, how PBDL. deep that some people were in alligators. <laughs> <laughs> because that's must, it's probably pretty deep. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Anyways, we're going to stop <laughs> talking about fucking alligators and all the other animals in the kingdom. So, oh my god! And uh, even though I'm still half full of my coffee cup, we're gonna call it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I need to. I need a break. I need to breathe. Um, yeah. So <laughs> this has been fun, mates. And um, yeah, I'm out of coffee. I'm not out of conversation, but the conversation that I have left is not good. So. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, as they say, from where I used to be, V Sace. See you guys. <laughs>